for tuning in and well done man what are we doing here on a friday night well we are uh first <laughs> what are we doing here on a friday night i don't know i i'm still marveling at your cast we haven't a freddy original cast instead of an Andy THPS cast or a Magic Summer cast or KSK cast or any of the ones that he has. <laughs> he has uh, he has an original Freddy cast. This is a this is a this is a, a landmark here. But yeah, we're hanging out tonight. We're going to introduce. <laughs> we are going to introduce our guests here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, right now, uh, just one little piece of housekeeping before we jump in. Right now, we got a huge tournament going on. The I-5 tournament uh, round one concluded this last weekend. Some great matchups. Uh, matchups announced for the second round. Those are going to be starting tomorrow at 4 p.m. Pacific. You can go to thug.live for all the details. They are going to be playing on the California games levels. Uh, you can see that, catch all the action with, with uh, Protocol, Mike, and CS uh, over there on their Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv slash the Lion Tub. And they did not pay us for this advertisement. <laughs> but we'd like to say <laughs> good luck to all of the competitors in I-5. Freddie, you've been Catching some of those rounds and join uh, the improv uh, that is uh, super elite and super fun to watch. Absolutely. I, ca I caught all the rounds last weekend. It's really riveting stuff to watch. And uh, we're down to the Sweet 16, so we'll see who advances from here. I like it. Sweet 16. Good luck to everybody. It's going to be a fun one. I can't wait to watch. Uh, I've been enjoying all of it so far. All right. So without further ado, <clears throat> we would like to take a moment at this time and welcome our guest shame shame started playing the uh tony hawks series during tony hawks pro skater 3 he didn't start playing online until thug one in 2005 he refers to himself lovingly as a midwest one noob and if you're from that time you know exactly what that means uh during that time he stayed there for a good while he would eventually start playing and enjoying improv he was part of the pro clan in uh, late 2006 we're going to talk about that some took a long break from the series from 2008 to 2011 but then got back in and started in a uh, started playing in a very small but active ps2 community in 11 through 12 after taking another extended hiatus, start playing back playing in in 2017, he joined the IA clan and then most recently became part of the well-respected and well-known and well-renowned TLT clan. Uh, he's part of the great TLT 2020 video, has a doubles video with Dragon. He is known for housing multiple Tony Hawk's pro skater players in real life at his various apartments in the Chicago area. Everybody, please join us in welcoming to the podcast, Shane. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, thanks for uh, thanks for agreeing to do this. Uh, your reputation precedes you, and uh, <laughs> we're looking forward to chatting with you here. We will see. <laughs> are you not confident that you're going to be able to uh answer some good questions and show some oh, good no. stuff I'll, I'll uh i'll do it i got a couple of hard siders that'll help me along the way 
That's a common theme. That's a common thread amongst some of the guests. Is uh, let's uh, let's get a little bit of uh, liquid uh, courage to help us along the way here. Huh? All right, cool. Well, Shane, let's jump right in. Uh, let's get into our general questions and quick hits as we get to know a little bit more about who Shane is. So uh, we're going to start out with the uh, classic. What is your favorite Tony Hawk game and why? For sure. Uh, mine is going to be the answer of Thug One. Um, just because I played it the most, I, I it was like the actually the first game I ever played online in my entire life. Um, wow. I'm from Indiana originally, and so I lived in like the middle of nowhere. Um, dial up, like you know, my mom couldn't use the phone when I was playing, but I figured out I could play Tony Hawk, and it was like life changing. Uh, so that's my favorite. I, I played four a little bit um, offline, but I just love Thug One so much. Physics, uh, levels, kind of everything about it. Awesome. Thug One, great answer. Uh, that's right up there uh, amongst the tops of pretty much anybody. All right, Shane. Name three of your favorite players. Oof. Okay. Uh, oof. There's so many. Um, for me, big influence of it's like... <laughs> I don't know, it's kind of weird because, like, uh, I just kind of really got into, like, like, in the last, like, four years, really, like, understanding improv, I think. Um, but I'm going to go with Polo321 um, as a first one because he kind of, we'll talk more about it later, but he kind of pulled me into all of this. Um, and I think he was a really underrated player, especially for, for like, that era. Um, and then I'm going to go Silent. Uh which I also think is kind of a common answer, but he, like, his videos were just fucking awesome, and he kind of did a lot for improv, I think, by himself, um, and that was pretty inspiring, and then it's like a tie. I'm going to do four because I can't pick one or the other, but Green and Dragon both also uh, have heavily influenced my gameplay in the last couple of years. I cheated. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it, it always, <laughs> I, I, we always start, we started out, we were like, we, I think the, when we first did that question, it was name your favorite player. And then we'd end up with people saying like, shout outs to a whole bunch of players because it's just so hard. So I always want to change it's, it. It's, it's ex extra hard in like 2021 because I mean, as we're seeing in I five is like the, the skill floor is like, or the ceiling is like crazy high. Now like people are yeah. really good at this game. Like, totally. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely hard to pick just a few people, I think. For sure. <clears throat> All right. So let's talk about what's your favorite online game mode? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to online. I'm glad you, you clarified that. Um, just like trick attack graffiti. Uh, I mean, I'm not very good at like tagging, but I do like to try it sometimes. But, you know, I, I pretty much just play for improv. Uh, and I pretty much only have done that for a few years. So. Just, yeah, just trick attack. That's my jam. Love it. Do you have a least favorite online game mode? Um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, sometimes like that weird stuff's fun. I don't even. Here's the thing: it's, this game's so old and so small. I couldn't even name all of them probably if I wanted to. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe scavenger hunt because I'm I'm always really bad at dropping the the coins, so it kind of tilts me. So I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> Yeah, scavenger hunt is a is a common answer. Uh, it's it's kind of like you said. It's it's easy to forget about the one. I don't even remember the last time I saw somebody uh, dial up a, a scavenger hunt game. Yeah, or so, like a, at least unironically, un like when's the last time somebody played that game? It was like this is what we're doing tonight. We're let's playing have scavenger a scavenger hunt, hunt tournament, hours. shall we? 
Hey, I'm... <laughs> All right. What is your favorite level? All games, all consoles. What's the favorite? What's the top? What's the pick? Hawaii. I don't know why, especially the last few years. You know, Ghost came over and was like, me and Mike used to always play Hawaii. And I was like, Hawaii's good. And then, <laughs> thank you. And then we, I don't know. I just like can't get off of it now. It's like, it's like my Manhattan now, to be honest with you. I just kind of put it on. Uh, like subconsciously and it seems I, like it's risen in popularity lately for some reason i've seen it, a lot of people playing hawaii and i and i obviously for you know i5 reasons but even before that i'd be curious to look at the stats and see where, yeah, it, where I don't, it ranks i don't know why either but uh it definitely is i don't know i love it hawaii chicago's pretty good but i think hawaii beats it for me <laughs> and shane what kind of controller do you play with I use a PS2 controller, and I literally can't use anything else anymore. I've done all the different PlayStation ones, and they all break. I don't know why the PS2 works for me. I, like, got a new one a couple years ago, but it was a huge hassle uh, to eBay it and find one that was, like, not shitty and kind of new and yeah. all that. But I'll, I will continue to do that as long as I can. <laughs> D-pad or analog? I think I already know the answer. Uh, D-pad? Yeah, D-pad, D-pad. for life. <laughs> I, hey, respect everybody that can do the analog. I just don't, it does not compute for me yeah. uh, on this game. <laughs> yeah, D-pad gang for sure. Uh, that's me as well. And man, if you have a working PS2 controller that is still worth its salt, I I am jealous. <laughs> well, they, they they go a little bit, but I, yeah, I hold on to them until they I run them into the ground pretty much. I think you have to because the stock yeah, yeah. they're, they're not making any more of them. So nope. I've like Frankenstein a couple together. I keep every button, every every rubber pad, every screw. <laughs> it's all in a box. <laughs> Frankenstein the Dolshock yeah, yeah, yeah. too. Beautiful. <laughs> all right, what? Uh, this is another tough one. Name uh, one of your. It doesn't have to be top because I know it's hard. But uh, favorite Tony mm-hmm. Hawk uh, video or series of videos. So a little cliche because I'm in TLT, but uh, the TLTVs were really really awesome to me. But for, oddly enough, the the video I think. I watched the most was uh the chaos vid one and me and alive were just talking about that in chat earlier but holy shit that was like when i was what like 12 or 13 and i came out and downloading that on the dial up you know queuing it up the night before so i could watch it after school uh and it was it that was cool there's some really cool stuff in there and it just that one resonated with me on dial up oh Every time we talk about this stuff and you guys start, you guys talk about how old you were and everything else, I just, I, it's a full feels old man for me. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, no, great video. Have seen myself, so. And what would be your favorite gameplay technique or mechanic? Uh, I've been really into wall pushes the last couple of years. Don't know why. I think a good, you know, cool wall push is... Just a chef's kiss of like uh, some cool movement and stuff. I don't know. I'm I'm into that. It's funny on the so, wall pushers because people have been going off and been noticing that in the i5, and I hadn't really paid attention to it. Um, that it's it's like oh wall push, and I'm like wow, I didn't realize that was such an interesting mechanic to people. But well, it's, it's, it's kind of a meme with Mike, I think, because he you know he's always done that so much, and he's got <laughs> that's his taunt now. It's nice push. <laughs> oh, so, uh, oh, his, so his, it stems partly props. from that. Okay, got mm-hmm. it, got I, it. I think so, at least. Yeah, I mean, don't let me speak for those guys, but, <laughs> you know, Mike is also a fan of a good push. 
Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, it is. It's just, uh, it's like shocking to me. So, all right, cool. Well, uh, that's our quick hits. Let's uh, let's get into some uh, more in-depth stuff. Let's get into the meat of it here. Um, so, uh, inquiring minds want to know, how did you come up with your username, and have you ever used any oh, other usernames in-game? I have, yeah. I used to, um, oh, God, okay. Like I said, I was real young. I was, like, real young when I figured out how to get this shit to all work. Because uh, I was, what, 2003? I would have been nine years old playing Thug One. I think Ugh. it took me about a year. So I was, like, ten. Uh, and so I was, like, sweet. You know, this is when I was in Midwest One. I was trying to get a million points. And I went by Hazard, but I spelled it wrong. Um, didn't know I spelled it wrong. Went by that for a while. And then I found out the reason that shame came about, which this is really not that cool of a story, but um, you guys remember when Game Sharks and like you could do like color names and stuff like and all that oh, kind of shit? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, you're, I'm 10, I'm 11. I'm like, this is so sick. Like these guys are like, hackers. <laughs> like I, I have to do this. <laughs> and I remember you could put buttons in your name and I wanted something very specific. I wanted to be able to put two colors and a button in my name, but you, could, you couldn't have a name as long as Hazard because of all the hex code. Right. So I opened up books until I found something that uh, you could do, like, two colors, a button, and then two colors. So, like, there was SH and, like, green, and then a triangle button, and then ME and, like, pink or red or whatever. And I specifically wanted that, like, <laughs> aesthetic, and that's how shame came about. Uh. I just opened up a book and wanted <laughs> that specifically. <laughs> so your name really is supposed to be Hazard, and so just by accident, because it wouldn't fit, it ends up being shame. Yep. <laughs> and then it just stayed there yeah forever i love it i love some of the stories the usernames just absolutely uh it's it's some you know some are uh, by accident some are just because they're random or by you know anyway so good stuff well, i just wanted to have i just wanted to be cool like biohacker was like i remember seeing biohacker in lobbies and i was like this is sweet two colors in one name <laughs> yeah he was definitely one of the first to figure that out for memory yep. serves so <clears throat> Shane, can you tell us a little bit about the full story behind the Shane 2 OK emote? Who created it? <laughs> and how has it become one of the most popular emotes in Tony Hawk history? Yeah, that's a it's a, it's a humbling thing to have your face all over Discords and Twitch chats. Uh I made it actually. I was I, I started streaming a lot um a couple years ago and I unlocked some emotes and I was like, I don't know what to do. And I you know, the thing on Twitch is like there's all these like faces. So I was like I just got to be some picture of me where I look like a doof. And of course there was. And <laughs> so I cut it out and, uh, you know, we named it like shame. Okay. Or shame. All right. Or something like that. Like just for, you know, mediocre or whatever moments or whatever. And then ghost thought it was hilarious, I guess. And just spit. I just, that's all ghost. Honestly, like stand <laughs> all over the place, <laughs> made, you know, made me a meme. And, uh, here, here we are. And uh, I laugh almost every single time I see it used in any context, so I do appreciate it. <laughs> it may, it takes me back to the there was I think I I think maybe you and I might have said two or three things to each other in one of the Discord servers, and and then I don't remember what it was, but somebody posted something, and so I posted something on the podcast thing just using your remote, and <laughs> Ghost got a kick out of that, so we had a lot of fun, so yeah, we've definitely had some good times with this, it's, it's great. Yeah, I'm just, I'm glad it can be used in uh, multiple contexts. 
Oh, it's different situations. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. So, what was the first uh, THPS game you played, and what was that like for you? Uh, the uh, I probably played one and two, to be honest with you. Uh, I like loved playing PlayStation One when I was little, but the first one that I remember uh, was THPS Three. I remember doing. I don't know. I don't, I could barely remember playing it, but I remember playing it like offline, doing story mode. I remember Suburbia, like very clearly um i just i be honest with you i really just thought skateboarding was cool uh when i was younger uh and you know obviously and that like what like 2001 or whatever like skateboarding was a big thing i was really like i was lucky out my older brother was like into uh punk bands and stuff so i was listening to a lot of like rides i was just like in that culture like but really young you know what i mean for um, sure and so it, it was just rad to me i just thought it was super cool and um i just had a lot of fun on it you know, did you skate? And... Did you skate in real life? I did. I wasn't good or anything, but yeah, I, did, I had a group of friends in high school, and we would like just whatever at the park or whatever in town. I'm from a really small town, like I said, so it was like there wasn't much to do, so we would just skate and do things. But I, you know, I was lucky if I could land a heel flip. <laughs> nice. That's great. That's my story too. That's how I got in. That's how I got interested in Tony Hawk. I skated in real life and mm -hmm. and uh, loved the culture, loved everything about it. Knew who Tony was, and when he came out with a game, I was uh, over the moon. So yeah, yeah, I can relate. Yep. And Shane, what were your opinions of the Robomoto games, like Ride, Shred, and HD Five? Uh, genuine answer here: Never played any of them. I just never. I I I work at a job that uh is like video game centered um so i actually played thps5 there briefly briefly but i was like pretty quickly like hey not for me um but i never played any of the other ones so i i don't have much of an opinion besides what uh i think most people do is that they just didn't look good and they weren't good if you played them i think it's kind of the consensus right um but i don't i don't want to say anything i guess because i don't have a first-hand account yeah that's fair that's totally fair. If you can't, if you haven't played them, you can't really judge. So uh, fair enough. <clears throat> uh, so did you get uh, one plus two? And if so, uh, what's your review? And do you still play? I bought it. Um, Jesse actually has played on my account more than me. Um, <laughs> I went through a whole weird thing this summer. So when it came out, I uh, was living with him for a little bit, and so he played it, and then I moved back out, and then. I didn't really play games for a few months, so I actually have, like, maybe 30 minutes on it, and I, <laughs> yeah, I uh, don't have a review on it because I haven't played it, really, also, although I've heard good things about it, and I have watched it quite a bit, I know, like, you know, like, Andy streams and Diablo streams and, uh, you know, everybody, GP streams, all that, yeah. um, so I watched everybody stream it because I think it's cool, and it did pretty well on Twitch for a while, which I thought was really cool, um, but yeah, I never really played it. Yeah, it definitely gave you a sense of what uh, kind of a, a what could be, and maybe even what was. I mean, it was it was pretty huge for streaming oh, it, for a it, couple yeah, months. It did, it did really good. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of kicking myself uh, in the butt um, for not streaming it when it was like more relevant or whatever when it first came out. Sure, it did did well. Well, shame I found this old thread from July two thousand seven where. That you posted on the on the pro forum that you're basically telling them that you wanted to join pro, and you described yourself as a decent styler that was active on Thug Thug Two and Thaw. What was yep. the catalyst for you becoming interested in improv and style at this time? Cool. So, uh, 
I think if I memory serves right on the question list, this is going to kind of maybe bleed into your next one. Um, but uh, first off, let me say that in 2007, posting that, none of that was true. I wasn't even decent. Uh, so I was really, <laughs> really, really reaching for the stars there. Um, I was in a Midwest One lobby doing my thing in Moscow, and this, this guy named Polo321 came in, and he was in this clan called Pro, and he ran it. And he was just the nicest dude in the whole world. And he was like, hey, this is a whole other way to play the game, and I can help you out, and whatever. He was just, like, really nice. And, like, you know, pulled kind of pulled me out of there. And, and uh, really, he's the reason I even got into improv and style at all. Uh, helped me out. All the pro guys helped me out. Alarm, Sean, Loco. Uh, God, I can't remember everybody even now. Uh, you know, Jesse was in pro. Uh, and they all just kind of helped me learn how to spin my tricks right and do butt slaps and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, so it was like kind of my, I don't know, like getting into pro was kind of like where I was like, okay, I know what improv style is and I'm at least good enough for these guys to like, want me to hang around with them. So it was just like a, like a goal to join that team. And then, uh, yeah, that's, that's how I know Polo and that's how... I got into uh, improv. <laughs> I'm showing the I'm showing the web archive version of the of the pro <laughs> website here, and I the thing that's striking me right now is right below it. Jesse goes, "Hi, thanks for considering us. Good luck." <laughs> oh, that's great. You know, <laughs> quick side story. Je Jesse was he was like always mean to me about my casts back then because I I didn't know how to make like a like a style cast or like an improv cast. And ask him about that sometime. He he would always blow me. Like, that cast is ugly as hell, man. He'd always say that stuff to me. I was so so young. I was like, I remember trying to half of the game for me was trying to impress Jesse with my fucking cast. Oh no, that's so funny. <laughs> he says in chat right now. He says he's still mean to you about your cast. So <laughs> it's true. It's true. He is. Oh cool. All right. Continuing along the same time frame, it sounds like. So explain to uh, the listeners who is Polo three two one and does he still play Tony Hawk today? Uh, he was just, he was definitely underrated, I think, for his time. He, I, th I think him and Green were pretty good friends back in the day. Um, he land, uh, led Pro, which was Priority Resorting Ownage. Um, and it was wow. just <laughs> this team that, uh, he was cool because he did, they did, he was really good at the game. Um, he was really nice. Uh, he had a best friend named Simple who lived in Florida with him. And they would just do these videos, like, where they'd be hanging out in real life and playing Tony Hawk. He played a lot of SOCOM, made a lot of videos. He, he played all kinds of games and made videos, and he was just super cool, super chill dude. Um, somewhere on the internet, he has, like, Skype recordings of me, like, one of my first Skype calls ever. Wow. Uh, we're just kind of trolling with this guy, Dale, that we messed with, and we were just messing around. And uh, he was just a good, good friend for a long time. He has been on, I've seen him on here a very small handful of times. In the last couple of years, me and Jesse pester him to get on a lot, but he just doesn't. Yeah. That's definitely the case with uh, with a lot of older players. They might come back for a bit, but sometimes it, it just gets hard to stick again, I think, in a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've definitely, when 1-2 came out, I saw a resurgence of a whole bunch of players that I knew. And, I mean, I think we saw it all over pretty much every channel that anybody was a part of for these old players, but a lot of them just didn't quite stick around, so... Yeah. Yeah. Some people just, you know, life life gets in the way, and 
I don't, you know, it's not as important as it was to some people, which I totally get. Totally. But uh, it would be nice to see some old faces around all the time, I think. All right, skipping ahead to 2017, you list IA as your next clan. Mm-hmm. How did you how did you get the nod for that group? Um, I'm trying. You know that one. I don't know why it's like not that long ago. So it was originally started by Dragon and Steve under like fake names. Um, but that was like before I came back, and then it was led by Sanj. And I don't remember like how that all went. Uh, to be honest with you, like I don't remember the ins and outs of it. But I ended up getting in, and then Jesse came back a few months later, and then I was pushing for him to get in, and then he did. But I, yeah, I don't remember like how that whole thing came about. To be honest with you, that was a, like a really fun time. We all hung out all the time. But, uh, Are there yeah. any? Is there any? Does that group still exist? It seems like I remember maybe like maybe Bob was wearing an IA cast at one time. Yeah, yeah. I, it's uh, it was tagging me when cast. I was in it. It was like. Jesse left at some point for EX. Uh, it was me, Bob, Sanj, uh, Vinge, who doesn't play anymore. Okay. And, uh, ooh, that might be it. Who am I missing? I'm missing somebody. I don't know. It, they merged with the uh, BCI to you, though. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. where, like, IXB is. Yeah, yeah. So they okay. kind of still exist, yeah. They're just, they're just, like, under a different name. Yep. Fair enough. All right, so uh, who invited you to TLT, and how has it been being a part of that group? Well, that was uh, a long and fun process, to be honest with you. Uh, I just kind of started hanging out with them a lot. Um, Aqua especially helped me with, like, some, you know, like, really refining, like, some style stuff and all that, and got to the point where I think it was kind of like, okay, you're really going for the team and, like, push you for it. Uh a lot of people invited me. It was, they were really kind about the way they did it. I got on after work one night. They're like, take it on, whatever. And I was like, oh, I thought we were just playing or whatever. And then uh, the PTC was there. Aqua was there. Dragon was there. KSK was there. Uh, we had a, there was a full lobby. And then they, they booted me from the lobby. And they're like, okay, we're rehosting. And I joined, and they all had Shane TLT in my cast as their name. Oh, cool. And uh, it was, yeah, it was like, a, it was a nice little wholesome moment yeah uh, that's a great story i love that. so it, yeah it was, a, it was a big group and and everybody was super cool about it and yeah uh dragon was also a big help i mean that the reason that we made that doubles video i think was he was kind of like all right do good in this video you know what i mean sure uh so that's where that whole video came from so that was, that was the last like non-tlt thing i did nice all right shane name your top tony hawk's play style Horning style, improv, glitching, content creation, what a, et cetera. Yeah, for me, it's just pure improv. I, it's the only reason I keep playing. Uh, I feel like it's the most, uh, it's just like the best way to replay the game because there's just, you can always keep trying to do weird new stuff. Uh, and that's all, all those videos are the ones I, I pay attention to the most, I guess. Care sure. about the most, whatever. Uh, that's just my kind of thing anymore. Did you ever get into any other kind of uh, play style? Did you ever do any content creation, or or did you ever do get into any playing for points or any of that stuff? Or yeah, stuff? Uh, not really. No, I mean besides like the new boring stuff. No, uh, I mean I put out a couple of videos. 
I've tried to stream it a few times. It's kind of a weird game to stream, uh, unless it's like, which is why I was bummed about the one and two thing because I should have done that. But sure, you know, most most people are gonna watch this game could just sit in the lobby with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. not great for for streaming just the game always. Sure. Uh, but and, you know, a bit of that too, but nothing nothing too crazy. So you list you've been very interested in investing in the series, but then you would take some extended hiatuses. What keeps bringing you back? Uh, good. I get. I don't know uh, entirely. <laughs> I just I do really just like this game. Uh, I definitely go through like I I'll binge it even now. Like I'll I kind of will always keep it. I don't know. I'll play it here and there, or I'll just like play it a lot. You know what I mean? Like I five gave me a reason to play it a lot, and it kind of sparked my whole. Like, now I want to do a video, and I want to do this, because it's it just kind of giving sure. it your all and playing like that was, was fun. Um, I think it's just it's creative. It's chill. It doesn't have to always be stressful. Uh, community's dope. Uh, I don't know. It's just a, a fun little thing that I've, I guess, I mean, I truly never have really not played it. So it would feel weird to not play it ever. Right. Uh, maybe it's habit. I don't know. I just, yeah, great game. Love it. Love the series. Love the community. All those reasons. Nice. You've mentioned before about a small but active PS2 community that was really invested around 2011 and 2012. Can you tell mm -hmm. us about that a bit? And uh, how did you connect to Play Online at that time? That was Thug One. Uh, that was when I became like, it was really small. So I played a lot of, uh, I quit the first time to play Halo and I played with Vision. Um, hmm. Who I knew from Tony Hawk, and so we kind of stayed. We played a lot of games together, so we always kind of were in contact. Um, and we were just talking about it one day, I think, and we were like, "I wonder if we can still play even." And we found, was it Snipe or Bob's? One of those guys had an IP up, uh, and so we played. And but it was like super small. Like getting a like five people in a lobby was like crazy. It was, and that's when I became. I remember Steve, pretty TLT. I remember meeting Dragon, uh, Knit. Uh, who else played then? I think Alec was still on. Hmm. Um, Drizzed was on. Spark was on. Blur was on. Uh, just, but, you know, not too many people. And we just played, did our thing. Uh, yeah, it was dope. Yeah, that's awesome. It was awesome. a fun little time. I mean, it was barely alive, but it was there. And it was on PS2, and it was... It's it probably it's probably snipes. I think Freddie probably I think... remember better than me. Yeah, I think Bob's really came out in around like 2012 or so. Okay. Snipe dominated the landscape for a few years there. Yeah, that sounds right to me too. I remember I didn't. I think I connected to one of those like once on four. I think back in that time, but yeah, I, I think I remember active. like having. I didn't have like a. The network disc or whatever and i think i had to use like a madden disc or something oh, to do it, if i remember right because <laughs> there was like some workarounds on certain games yeah yeah that's that that era always fascinates me it's like so it's such a mystery to me but a lot of that's been filled in with various guests over time including you um it's pretty cool that you guys even though it was kind of the same group of people you still played and and were active and everything else you know even though 
you know, you want to talk about a smallish community. That's that. That's the oh, yeah. smallest, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, it's cool. I became friends with you know most of those guys still play today, which is yeah, super cool. Yeah, everybody uh, you mentioned there just about is still plays. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's great. Uh, so that you already mentioned it, you talked about all the players. So I'm gonna skip my questions. Go ahead, Freddie. So these would be 2011, 2012. These would be considered what we've talked about as the dark years of the series. Uh, was your interest at that time a quick flash in the pan that fizzled out quickly, or or was it something else? Um, I remember playing it. God, consistently. I don't remember how long for though. Like maybe six months to a year. Um. I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't like crazy long. I wasn't on like dedicated, but we would get on like at least a few times a week for, you know, some like longer sessions. Um, but I, I guess I would consider that like a quick flash in the plane. I, you know, I, it was, it was hard. I had to like, I had, I didn't have a TV. Uh, so I had to do like this weird little TV thing, like a little flat screen thing. Cause it was like, you know, playing a PS2 on like a big, HGTV like kind of sucks, right? And and it was all weird. And I had like just like a computer set up and an Xbox on monitors and stuff. So I remember that being like a, a hassle for me. So I don't think I I did it for too long just because hardware wise I was kind of over it or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy though. I mean, even even six months with the game being as old as it was at that point with you know just a small group of people. Um, that's that's pretty good uh, little session there, you know. Yeah, so. we, we we definitely we played for a bit. I, I remember playing for a good bit. So we fast forward then to 2017. Um, what brought you back in 2017? Was that the first time you had played Thug Pro, or was it something else you started playing around that time? Uh, I think Jesse mentioned this too. He got me on this game originally in like 20. 20- 15 okay i wasn't i don't know i'm trying to remember like where i was living when i played it but uh it i played it for like a night uh because it was a huge pain in the ass to set up the controls in. i used x pattern and stuff and i didn't have a ps2 control it was just like a nightmare it took took longer to set it up than i played it for that night i think even <laughs> and i was like screw this i think i tried to get on the next day and like somehow all my stuff got reset and i was like nope yeah um so then I just kind of forgot that this existed for two years. And then I came back because of YouTube, I think. I think I just saw new videos and I was like, oh, yeah, this game's sweet. I'm not really playing anything else. Why not? And I, I came back and I actually was like, I'm going to be rusty. So I was like, nobody is going to remember me. There's no way. And so I, I had just shame backwards. That was it. I was like, you know, I guess if somebody remembered me, they would know. And then I get in the room, and the dragon's like, hey, Shane. And I was like, how the hell did you know? <laughs> okay, like immediately. <laughs> I was like, I've been outed. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, I just, you know, I kept playing. And then the IA thing happened, and then the TLT thing happened. Nice. All right, here's a very long-standing THPS podcast question. Shane, what would you consider to be true improv? All right. Uh, yeah, okay. What a... What a question. Um, 
for me, it's just, I mean, I'm not doing a great job of it now, but uh, putting it, like, just as unpredictable as you can, like, to yourself even, uh, you know, putting yourself in situations that you're, like, totally not familiar with, like, just, it's so hard to, like, describe it, but the definition, you know, of improv is, is just, like, doing it off the cuff, and I think that, for me, at least, I feel like you can tell in people's gameplay when they're doing that to themselves or not. Um, but yeah, just just make it hard for yourself. Don't really plan any anything like particularly. Um, otherwise, you start to kind of lose that the cool part of it. I think, uh, which is like dealing with the situation as it happens. Huh. So that is a, that is a that's a tough one to answer for me because like I know how I think about it, but I don't really know how to put it into words. I like uh, I like what you said there about it being even a surprise to yourself. Like you might think you're going to go a specific way or whatever, and then you just like, no, I'm not going to do that because that, then that would kind of be planned. I mean, is that kind of what you're saying there? Yeah, I mean, you yeah, like you know, I I kind of it's like a dumb rule of thumb, but like uh, when muscle memory kicks in and you like kind of think like like I did it. I noticed I was doing it earlier when I'm on this pink ledge and I was like getting to the left every time like. If I'm doing a run, I would try not to do that because I know my like muscle memory wants me to do that. So, like, what can I do now to, like, not know exactly where I'm going to end up? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and to me, cool that kind of stuff is, is – yeah, that's kind of what you need, need, need to do if you're doing real improv. But, again, subjective and all that, yada, yada. For sure. <clears throat> oh, and by the way, if you uh, want me to change level at any point, you get tired of this one, just holler you get, and tell I, me where. I, I could stay here for hours, so if you get bored of it, <laughs> just go All for right. it. I like it. Perfect. All right, so uh, dovetailing off of that question, is it possible for a player in 2021 to achieve a pure and true improv run on a level they have played for hundreds of times, hundreds of hours in some cases? 100%. You're going to have to be really wailing on that controller, I think, though, to like kind of fuck yourself up. Uh, but, yeah, I think, I think you can. I think you can do that you know, in kind of any game. There's always going to be, you know, if you're playing Call of Duty even or whatever, like, there's going to be a situation that, even if it's micro, uh, that you haven't been in before, and you're going to have to deal with it. Um, and I think you can string a lot of those together and, and have a, a very, like, brand new looking run or do something, you know, a, a string of things that hasn't been done in that order at least. You know what I mean? It's like a math problem. Like, there's, there's no way I think that it's, like, could be calculated where the, it's... It's definitely possible. Hard, but possible. Yeah, I'm starting to get the the sense that that's the the summary for most players, especially you know people that do prefer improv, such as yourself. It seems like the consensus is, yeah, the, we, you know, we can improvise this. This is not planned. This is still fresh. There's still something interesting or new that I mean, I've never done before, or maybe nobody's ever seen before. Even though mm -hmm. you know, yeah. So that's, that's you know half the reason. I mean, I guess like. Why do I keep coming back to the game? Is that's that's part of it too? You know what I mean? Like, sure. If you when you're into improv like that, I think you just there's like that that yearning almost to to see if you can do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're like, what can I do? Can can I do something that hasn't been done in a run? Let's let's see. And you you just spend all night doing that. Yeah. Always a topic of controversy. Do you take issue with people overusing or abusing text in improv? Uh, I mean, no, I guess would be like the short answer, but like, 
some techs kind of don't really lean themselves. Like, you know, they don't really, like a neural plant doesn't really give itself to a improv situation simply because you're in the air for so long. I mean, you could argue that with boost plants too. Uh, I think everything can be done tastefully. Uh, I just don't think it always is. But this is how, you know. I also like when I feel like I got the, the biggest, um, like when I my, when my skill went up the, the quickest was when I took place in that TLT Techless tournament and I was like, oh, like I'm using all these things as crutches. Hmm. Uh, and I don't need to. And that like helped me a lot. So I don't know. I I don't think they're necessary. And if honestly, like if all the techs were removed from the game, I actually wouldn't be like upset about it. But I also think that everything has their, their place and it does offer, uh, it does like kind of make that whole thing of like, oh, is it possible to do something totally different? Yeah. When you have different techs, it definitely makes that seem a little more doable. Uh, but then after that, it just kind of comes down to taste and what you're into and all that. I'd say for me, you know, I've seen all the videos and I've, you know, I've been in lobbies with Trick Attack and everything else where, everybody, you know, there's a lot of techs happening or whatever. But it's been interesting to see an i5. I feel like the techs have been pretty tasteful. And there is a wow factor to it, I will say. When a tech is done in a really cool place that maybe just really lends itself to the line, mm -hmm. I, I, there's kind of a wow factor. And I've never really thought that way because I've been a pretty big critic of techs in a lot of cases for me personally. But I, I do have to admit, after seeing some of the elite play in i5, when they're well-placed and they're tasteful, they're they're really pretty cool, pretty impressive I mean, yeah, to it's, see. It's it's like, you know, I, I always compare this game to a fighting game, and it's like hitting a frame-perfect uh, block or a comp. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it is pretty cool to do that. Yeah. Um. Hmm. All right. So name some of the top uh, THBS players who have had the most pr profound inspiration on you with regards to how you approach improv gameplay. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... This goes back to Green and Dragon, especially in the last couple of years. Um, I think those guys just push the game, and they and they and they play like in a way where I'm always like, "Okay, what the hell is going on? Like, I don't know what you're gonna do next. I don't think you know what you're gonna do next. Sweet, like that's awesome to watch." Uh, okay, apparently there's some controversy with how to say his name. Konik, Konik, Konik. <laughs> yeah, there. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> there was. Uh, sure. <laughs> he he also. Uh, same way, uh, I mean, I get inspired like when, when, when me and Ghost hang out and we do O for O, uh, especially doing it in person, and you're like seeing somebody do it and you can see their hands, see the buttons, you know, Jesse's in the same vein. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people, I think. I've, I've really tried to like open up like uh, to all the different kinds of players and just see what everybody kind of is doing and you know, what I can take from them, you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, it's kind of hard to pinpoint it, but yeah, like, again, the community's pushed the game and the, and the skill so high that it's kind of, it you would be shooting yourself in the foot if you didn't pay attention to everybody, in my opinion. Mm. That's well said. So you talked about it a minute ago, but in 2018, you competed in TLT's Techless Tournament, and you opened a lot of eyes after you eliminated heavy hitters like Buck and Aaron before being eliminated by Elec in round three. How was your experience participating in that tournament? Yeah, that was like kind of my favorite time to play the game. I think or like the most fun I ever had because 
it was like a best run. Like a, you got like a week or two to do your best run. So it was like the prelims for, for I-5, but every time, like it was just go and grind and grind, no text, get your best run. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean like Buck and Aaron are solid fucking players. It, it was kind of crazy to me that I'd be either of them. Uh, but I was, I was really pushing myself during that time. And, uh, I think it paid, it paid off in the long run and it, and then, uh, it was just, that was a fun, that was a fun time. I, I would do that all over again. Uh, good tournament. That was a good tournament. Um, it made me, yeah, I don't know. I just, it really pushed me for, for some reason. Like that one really stuck with me. I was really going for TLT that at that time too. So I think part of that, like really wanted to impress those guys. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but that was a, a really fun time for me. I need to go back and watch some more of those videos. I think I, ca I think I caught a couple when it was happening, but I don't remember it. And this is uh, I'm looking at the brackets here. We're showing it on stream. Just the the, I mean, this is the who's who. <laughs> I mean, again, just like very similar to I five, I five even more so. But uh, yeah, this is cool. And yeah, you ma you did really well. You made it really far. That's um, that's uh, great. Yeah, I mean, I I learned a lot of little things that really helped my gameplay without playing with text you know what i mean it, it was really i would encourage anybody to do that if you're trying to to up your gameplay a little bit just play without text for like two or three weeks yeah all right so let's talk about i5 <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's do it <laughs> let's do it. it we have it had to come up so uh um so most recently you participated in the i5 tournament you made the top 32 but then didn't make it past the first round you mentioned specifically in twitch chat during the live stream that you always seem to crack under tournament pressure dive into that maybe a little bit more does the pressure and do the nerves get to you i mean it doesn't seem like maybe because of the techless results but curious on i5 yeah, a little different though, right? So the tech list, I got to just, I had a week or two, like I said, to just cap my best run. I could do it by myself. I could just kind of, you know, just do my thing. And I could be like, okay, I'm happy with this. When it's live and there's like 90 people in the Twitch chat and you look at it for some reason and you're playing against the number two seed, who's also somebody that I mentioned is like an inspiration, you know, like a player I really respect. Just, I don't know, it got to me. Uh, I'm not going to make any excuses for it. Uh, I went out nobly to Koenig. I think he's a great player. Um, yeah, I don't know. Even Ofros or like, even if we, if we did a PT right now, with, you know, the three of us, I would still get nervous. <laughs> it's, just, it's just how I am. Uh, I overthink it. I overthink my runs. I overthink my movement. I overthink every decision that I'm making. Don't know why, uh, but just how it is for me. So um, earlier this month on March 6th, the I-5 Top 32 bracket was released, and then on March 14th, you competed in your matchup. How did you spend those eight days preparing for the tournament, and do you have any advice at all for the 16 participants competing tomorrow? Uh, I just, I was weird. Like, I, I played a lot when I played, but I was really trying to not overplay. Um, I'm also, like, kind of superstitious with stuff, and I feel like when I overplay, I, like, start to get too repetitive. Um, so I didn't play like a ton, but I played a lot when I played probably, I don't know, five or six days in the, in the two weeks leading up to it. I was playing a lot. Um, my advice, I don't know, just go all out. Just have fun with it. Like just get, get sick runs. Like that, it's so fun to watch. Uh, 
like all these like crazy good players play um and so for just for just do it for me if anybody else just do it for me so i have some sick runs to watch just just go all out the whole day <laughs> selfishly yeah selfishly <laughs> make it entertaining for me <laughs> that's great <laughs> yeah i'll tell you what i don't think i've watched in the past because you know we didn't stream this stuff right i mean i don't mm -hmm. obviously 16 years ago streaming wasn't a thing which is when i4 was right so to see this live and watch these rounds uh has just been a blast i've enjoyed it probably more than i thought i would um, it's really been a fun time. So I uh, agreed. Go all out, everybody, so that uh, we're entertained. Entertain us. <laughs> but no. But we demand it. Put some stellar runs together for yourself, too. I mean, uh, a, a thousand bucks in price yeah, I mean, is nothing to sneeze at. So And it's an improv tournament. So, I, you know, just go all out with it. Like, just get crazy with it. Why not? Yeah. All right, continuing on, uh, do you think it's uh, beneficial for an I-5 competitor to familiarize themselves with their opponent's gameplay style, or should they focus more on just putting out their own best showing? For example, in round one, uh, Aaron's opponent changed from Dragon to Vega at the last minute. Would this throw your game off in the slightest bit? Um, It shouldn't, in my opinion. Uh, I think there's obviously, like, nobody plays exactly alike and everybody has their own style and that's dope and just do what you do as best as you can and it's an improv tournament so keep that in mind you know what i mean like it's not a style tournament it's not a horn tournament so do what you do and in, in like in an improv sense the best and that's that's everybody's best shot in my opinion but i do love to see like the, the diversity and gameplay and all that but uh yeah i mean what, what are you gonna do you're gonna go up against like koenig for example like i did i'm not gonna like you know, I start doing pipe out BHRAs because I know he's good at them and it makes him look nice. You know what I mean? Like, right. Because that's just not my, like, that's not how I play. And it, it would, I don't know. I would rather just see two people give it their all the way they like to see it done. And that would be super entertaining. And I think it would give them better chances each. It's a good take. And Shane, do you think that I-5 could be the beginning of some more competitions being held in the future? Um, I hope. Um, I ran a tournament back in 2017. Not to entirely rip off the name the I-Series, but it was called IT because I was an IA, so it was the improv tournament. Um, and I did that with all intention for that to hopefully spark more tournaments, and it really didn't. Because I think the only three that have been, since I've been back, that were improv tournaments were, well, there's some, there some cough stuff, for sure. But then the only three improv tournaments since 2017 was I, IT, uh, Prop for Pizza, Techless, and I5 now, I guess. So there's four. So maybe, hopefully, it would be cool if other teams put stuff on. I think it's really cool to, like, have stuff run by a team. Uh, I don't know. I guess I don't know is a, a bad answer, but the answer... That I have, we we we've had a few, uh, but it's kind of they've been very sporadic and and not back to back. I don't know if that's what people want. I don't know. I don't know. I hope so. I like competing in tournaments. I like playing the game and having like a purpose to play the game. Yeah, it seems um, like tournaments really help with um, the whole aspect of 
just interest. It gives you a reason to play. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, of course, we all like to free skate and chill with our friends and whatever. But I think, you know, there, if there's a reason to play and there's a reason to practice and, and whatever else, um, that just gives you even more, you know, so. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it, like I said, it, this is really, like, I'm really into it again right now because I just, yeah, I had such a purpose to play for I-5. And uh, I'm just trying to, like, roll off of that high, really. Right. Yeah, it, it does that too. It sparks people to get interested. Maybe somebody hasn't picked up the controller in a while and, mm -hmm. and they're the one that's on the hiatus this time. And, okay, now I have a reason to come back and play. And then, like you said, they get stoked and they're like, oh, I got some ideas for a video part or whatever else, you know. So I agree with you there. I think I think they're they're a good thing to do. They're a lot of work, though, and I know that for a fact. I've been on tournaments myself and there's the inevitable c complaining and bitching and, and just the mechanics of putting it all together, you know, so for the organizers, the judges, all of that part of it, 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 it's tough. It takes a lot to go into it, but yeah. at the end of the day, I mean, it's, it's segue into my next question. I mean, I know I was, but were you surprised to see 141 turnout for a tournament on a game that's 17 years old? Yeah. I mean, I, I actually expected around a hundred, but to see, you know, almost, 50% more than I expected was it was crazy and I thought it was so cool like there were players I am not trying to knock anything but like there were players I have never heard of entering this this tournament which I thought was so cool for sure you know what I mean like like just why not I'm gonna try it. this is a big tournament like I thought that was so so cool to, to and like that's how you get into this kind of stuff you know yep I'm, I try to enter this tournament and then I didn't make it but I'm gonna watch these runs and you're like oh I get it I see why I didn't make it now maybe and or maybe I want to play with these guys, and you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. you get your name out there, you do your thing, and a la, a la community. You know what I mean, like. Well, and it just it just kind of like you said, it gets you excited, gets you buzz. I mean, that's it's the first tournament that I've put any submission into since I think the last thing I did was there was some little uh, creative part contests on THPSX back a few years ago that I participated mm -hmm. in before I managed them. But I was like, wow, this is great, good turnout. Why not? You know, I think Freddie said it on stream when I asked him. I said, Freddie, are you going to put in a run? And he's like, why not? Might as well, yeah. you know. And I was like, that's a great attitude. And I'm like, I want to try it. Let's put something together. You know, yeah, why so. not? Exactly, yeah. It's great. It's, yeah, I mean, it's not like it's not like the community is full of vicious dogs. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, it's, 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 it's totally worth it, and I think everybody appreciated it, and and it was, you know, every every run got watched. You know, I mean, that, that's that's rad for sure. That's cool. Okay, Shane. Be honest. Out of all the runs you've seen so far, who is your pick to win the whole thing? Uh, oof. I. <laughs> You don't have to say if you don't want to. But. No, no, I, I, all due respect to everybody. I, my prediction, and it has been for, I didn't do a, I, I wish I would have done a, a, a bracket. bracket thing. Yeah. yeah, but I was, I was so like, in my head about like, I was like, well, here's the thing. I'm a, I want to put myself for Kone, like versus me and Koenig, but like, I don't know if I'm going to win and I don't want to go in. You know what I mean? No, for sure. <laughs> uh, so I just ended up not doing one, but I have. A feeling that we're going to see Green and Driz in the finals. Don't know why. I think they're both just so sick. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised at all to see either of them in the finals. So uh, you heard it here first. Finals, Green versus Driz. Ooh, I like it. TLT versus EX. Gotta love it. Yeah, I mean, those are, those are some staples. Classic. See, that's what I want to see happen. With all of this movement around 
you know, teams growing, THO back. We're seeing a bunch of F8 players come out of the woodwork. I'm pushing to see, I want to see a team tournament. I want to see team versus team. But then, of oh, course, I, everybody's going to say, you're going to have to put that on, dude. <laughs> you're kidding me? I would love to even just, like, not even a tournament, just, like, you remember, like, uh, the clan battles? Yeah. I want to do that, but, like, an improv style. Like, that'd be so sick. Like, four people, each, <laughs> each team, each get a run, and then it's, like, you know, me yep. versus X, and then X beats me, so one point for that team. You know what I mean? Like, that's Absolutely. sick. I would be all about that. Yeah, it'd be fun. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about your doubles video a little bit here with Dragon. I'll get that playing here so uh, for our viewing enjoyment while we, while we uh, chat about this a little bit. So um, you put out this amazing doubles video with Dragon called Dueltage. Uh, yep. What was it like putting it together? Um... So Dragon was pretty much that was like I think I was getting pretty close to TLT inviting me, and I think there may have been some people still on the fence about it, you know. Mm -hmm. And Dragon was, I think Dragon was also a big reason that I got into IA. And I'm starting to remember a little bit. Uh, Dragon was like, "Hey, Shame Sick, uh, this is like kind. Of, it's not not his team, but he's like, I, I you guys should invite Shame. Like, good pickup." And then so they did, and then. I just kept playing with Dragon. We played all we played other games together. We played Tony Hawk together. Dragon was sick, and so he was like, "Hey, you know, like I said, Aqua helped me out with my style and stuff a lot." And then Dragon kind of was uh, the person that was like, "Do this video with me." And then at this video, if you get nice clips in this video, you, you'll be looking good. And so that's pretty much what what this was. So Dragon, <laughs> Dragon was this was like uh, a week or two after I got knocked out of the TLT tournament, which was also kind of the other catalyst, I think, was like, okay, Shame's either going to do really good in this tournament and we'll invite him, and then I got knocked out, and then it was like, go round three, who knows like what that means. And so Dragon was like, do this video with me, and then Dragon sent me a, just sent me all of his clips immediately. Do this video with me, and then all the clips were in my, in my, uh, on my computer. I was like, Jesus, like, how do you have... He, just has a ton of sick clips that you didn't even have to cap. So I had to spend like two weeks playing my ass off to get anything decent. <laughs> um, and I still think Dragon carried the video, but ultimately it was enough to, to help me get the final push. So props to Dragon. Thank you for, <laughs> for giving me the clips and trusting me to edit it. And yeah. So it's funny it was almost meant to be like a a sponsor reel like you were trying Kinda, to get yeah, your yeah. sponsor yep. <laughs> yep. i love it i would have never thought I, I actually that's I've a new way the... to try to get on a team let's see your sponsor reel let's what do you yep, got for I've, clips? I've actually <laughs> i've compared joining tlt to uh like you know when you have to like impress all the different skaters and stuff yes. in the story mode that's literally what it felt like kind of exactly it was like you know do, do your thing i get go to aqua and show me you know how to style and go to dragon and green and show me you know how to improv and like it, that's what it felt like <laughs> There's a new story mode. Okay, everybody talks about Thug Pro story mode. Make the Thug Pro story mode is you have to get on an improv yeah. team. Yep. It's like be beyond beyond sick difficulty. <laughs> beyond sick difficulty, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's sick uh, times 100 or something. <laughs> Shane, you have a strong part in TLTV 2020. Uh, how did it feel being a part of a series with such a rich history? Well... Strong is a very nice word to use. I had like three clips, including an intro clip, but uh, I definitely wanted to get something because 
the only other thing I wanted to do besides join TLT was to be in a TLTV at all. Cause I remember just watching all of those when I was younger and I thought they were so cool. Um, yeah, so it was, it was, it was dope. I am not great at getting transfers. Um, I got, it's just really not my thing usually, but, uh, to be, to be featured in it at all was super dope. Um, credit to Nacho for kind of lighting the fire under everybody's ass to get that video done. Uh, <laughs> It was, it was dope. I'm, I'm super stoked about it. I think it helped me kind of figure out what kind of transfers I'm into and how to get them. I mean, that's like the first time I ever went for anything for a video like that ever. So it was cool. It was a good experience. And uh, I'm stoked to be in it. I think that video turned out pretty good overall uh, anyways. So definitely cool to be featured. It's a great, it's a great one. It's definitely uh, one of the tops from 2020 for sure in my book. Um, lots of great videos last year. Um, uh, that, that one in the batch for sure. Uh, so do you have any other videos that you've been in that you're, that you're proud of? Uh, uh, proud of? No. In yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, let's see, I have, I have a couple of like solo things from Thug Pro, but Again, this is all like pre that Techless tournament, and so I, I really just think that tournament helped me kind of click with how I want to play the game and like be able to do it. Um, but there's some stuff out there. I'm not like I'm not necessarily proud of it, but I'm not like ashamed of it. Sorry for the pun. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. There's some stuff out there. Uh, me and Ghost made a video the first night that Ghost stayed in Chicago with me. Uh, which I think is unlisted. It's called Chicago's. Uh, I kind of like that one. That one was fun. I don't know where that lives anymore, and I wish I could watch that. Uh, oh, yeah. Me and, me and Jesse did a video, which is actually... I, I actually don't hate myself in that video, called 14 Years. Um, that one's pretty good. I don't know. I'm... I'm as If you ask anybody that like plays this game with me a lot, I'm like way too harsh of a critic on myself so it's <laughs> really hard for me to say yeah that one's the best one and you should watch that one because that shows you how i how i play the best but there's a few there's some stuff i just like making videos with friends uh yeah and shane can you explain to our listeners what exactly is poly but manual racing what are the rules? <laughs> what are the rules, and what levels can it be played on? Yeah, wow. You're like, Freddie. Have you ever seen um, Nardwar before? No. Do you know who that is? Okay, he's this guy that interviews artists, and he will pull up the most random shit that they forget about. <laughs> and uh, that's what you're doing to me right now. Uh, yeah. So me and Aqua used to. Yeah, you got a video. Sick. Uh... <laughs> this one was a surprise. <laughs> Freddie Freddy threw it out his last second, Holy so shit. sorry. It's, this one's, um, uh, this is the hot take one for no, you. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. I love this. Um, it's yeah, perfect manual, and you have to you have to it's, you have to put on poly butt manual with, with the speed boost on, obviously. And we would make these tracks. We played it on Tampa. We played it on um, Manhattan. There were like certain shortcuts that were allowed and weren't allowed. Um, first person to like, you know, do it three laps or whatever you decided. We actually, um, there's a custom level made by, God, I can't remember, Satin maybe? Mm. Uh, somebody made us a level though. That's yeah. Like, there's a little yeah, race Yeah, the Thug Pro 5000. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep, the Thug Pro 5000. That, that was uh, me and Aqua, we're talking to Satin, I do believe that's who it was. It is, Sorry, that's Satin. Not. That's a Satin. Yep. 
custom level. And uh, that was made just just specifically for this. Because um, yeah. <laughs> there, it was like a three or four month era where we just we would get on on like Friday or Saturday night, and people would just be hanging out, and we would just PVMR for a few hours. <laughs> uh, that's a great one. <laughs> I think it was also like if you crashed, you crashed. If I, I can't remember all the rules. It's been awkward. Have to refresh me. It's it's been a minute. I have. I didn't even know this was a thing. I knew Sat made that map, and he specifically mentioned that some of you all were looking for that map. Um, I just always thought that map was cool because it had boosts on it. Yeah, it had, a, had like that's the first time I ever saw like cars that moved on a, yeah. On a level. Yeah, that was, was scripted. Good. I think Skate Ace helped mm -hmm. with the scripting of that, so it was cool. Yeah, that was a great level to play it on. <laughs> that was a good time. We should, we should. That's the next tournament we should do. There you Maybe go, Poly Butt Manual Tournament. I can't believe you found this. I forgot, I forgot all about this. Here's sort of a hot take question. Mm -hmm. Do you prefer short and quick videos or long team videos? Uh, here's the thing. Here's a hot take answer. Uh, if the content's good, it doesn't matter how long it is. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I know it's kind of brash, I guess, and shitty to say, but, like, yeah, I don't want to watch a 20-minute video that's, like, four or five minutes of good stuff and then a bunch of just, like, whatever. But... So I don't know. I mean, I guess either or, just uh, put, put nice stuff in there. You know what I mean? Like, really stuff. To, I think it's it's definitely worth people's time to to really like watch, go through their own clips a lot, and make sure it's all up to caliber. Um, I team videos. I think you know if they're like 20, 30 minutes, I actually don't mind it because there's so many players. Uh, if it's a twenty minute solo video, I don't know that I would <laughs> sit through the whole thing at least in one sitting. But and if it's all really good, I probably would. You know what I mean? It's just, yep. just kind of like what, what what's in the video and yeah. <laughs> uh, we're taking a look at here vi visually. This is the Thug Pro 500. We're not looking at it with the Polybelt manual, but this is an example of the level just so that there's a visual to go with uh, with what Shane's been talking about here for this level that Satin made specifically for the Polybutt manual <laughs> racing. That's oh, great. It's great, yeah. We, we, we would do, like, relays and stuff. We'd have teams, and, like, you would have to, like, you know, pass the baton type of thing. Like, it was sick. We, we really got into it. I love it. <laughs> That's a lot of fun, and I'm sure there's a lot of laughs that go along with that while you're uh, doing that in voice chat and oh, stuff. Yeah, it's, so. it's, yeah, you got to be in voice chat. <laughs> Otherwise, you can't play. <laughs> That's one of the rules. Uh, so, favorite, pure gameplay videos or conceptual, heavily edited videos? Um, for me, it's going to be a gameplay I would prefer. Okay. Um, I'm, I just, like I said, I really like seeing people push the game and do new things and stuff, but there's definitely a, a place for, for nice edits. Uh, like shout out to Angie uh, and Rav for editing it. Like the, what, tape loop? That was, the editing on that video was phenomenal in my opinion. It was, oh, it was, I haven't I watched that it. one yet. I gotta, now it, you've got my just, just up. Yeah, just dropped, um. Hey, Rav does good edits. Him and Groovy did a video uh, a few years ago, and it was like kind of this like VHS like theme over. It was it was great. Uh, nice. There's a time and a place I think for for all that stuff. To be, it's like I'm giving really broad answers, but uh, personally, I would rather see just quick cuts of gameplay. But uh, I do like watching the other stuff too. I, I'm, not, I'm just not gonna <laughs> not gonna say I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. 
So Shane, you've you've met and you've even housed multiple Tony Hawk players in real life. Mention a few of those people and what has that been like for you? Yeah, uh, the first person that ever stayed at my apartment was uh, Ghost, and I talked to Ghost. Um, we just kind of messaged a lot, and then um, we never talked in on the on voice or anything, and then um. They showed up, you know, and I was like, hey, Ghost. And it was like, hey. <laughs> so the first time I ever knew what Ghost looked like or what it sounded like or anything was in real life. And we, like, went into the bar and got a couple beers and got a burger. And, uh, yeah. So that was the first person. And then Jesse came, but I've known Jesse for years. So that was pretty, um, you know, like, it was a meeting an old friend. Um, Bob came. Uh... Who else? I mean, oh, I mean, Thugus uh, stayed over. Uh, I think that's it, maybe. But uh, yeah, it was. It's it's cool. It's really cool to meet people that you have known or played games with or whatever for ten or fifteen years in person for the first time. Also, like, if you can do it, if you can play this game with people that like play online and like improv and stuff, it's so much fun in person. I think when we when we I think both when we interviewed. Well, probably all three of the people you just mentioned, Thug and Jesse and Ghost, all talked about the concept of literally someone being able to stand over your shoulder and talk about your grip or use mm -hmm. this button combination or, you know, to really be able to in-person give that coaching, like, lends itself to incredible gameplay and you can really learn from each other so much yeah, more I'm... effectively than trying to explain it via just voice, right? Yeah, a good example is... Um... A good friend of mine now is Jesse's roommate before he before they moved up to Chicago. Because Jesse and, and his roommate Kevin moved up here. And, like, they live real close to me. So we hang out, like, once a week. Um, nice. But Kevin, like, you know, knew what Tony Hawk was, obviously, from Jesse and all that. But we all taught him to butt slap in, like, minutes. He got his first butt slap in, like, minutes. Wow. Because it was, you know, four or five people that had played the game for 12 years. And we're like, no, do this, do this. Like, here's the button input. Let me show you the button input. And it was it was really cool to like see that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So, I totally totally understand what you're saying with that, or what they have said with that in the past, I guess. Yeah. It it always makes me think about you know the the idea was could Tony Hawk ever get into the esports world, and would there ever be teams that actually live together in houses like you know like League of Legends players do and yeah, yeah, yeah. Else. And, you know they just coach each other and mm -hmm. they have a team coach and all of that whole kind of concept you know i mean i wonder if that could ever be a reality for the tony hawk series because i think there is something to be said for that instead of watching a video and even with showing the button inputs like you know in some of the in some of the tech it's, videos it's so much more effective to actually be able to stand there and literally hold the controller and they can watch also, you do it you know it's wild to me how much like it's so weird to see somebody's hands when they're playing this game. When you, you know what I mean? Especially if they play Claw, like, right? God, yeah. People just people like, like namely Ghost, like, like uh, just aggressive on the controller. Like, it's crazy to me. <laughs> you wonder how their controller even makes it through a summer, right? <laughs> or yeah, Ghost shows up with like a taped up DS4 controller. I was like, yeah, it makes sense. It needs right? its own cast. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. 
All right, uh, cool moment here. This was uh, this was one of the first times that I ever got introduced to who you were, Shame, and this was mm -hmm. in the uh, really cool charity stream that you guys did in honor of Celsius that you live streamed. Mm -hmm. You guys raised a little over a thousand bucks for that cause. What made you guys decide to do that? How rewarding was that overall? Talk about that whole thing. Well, Cell was a really good friend of me and Jesse and Bob. Um, and he passed away, I'm very unfortunately, uh, and unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. And we were also friends with Cell's uh, girlfriend, Amanda, I believe was her name. Um, and so she was like in, in the Discord, the IA Discord and all that stuff. Um, and yeah, there's like videos of me and Cell together. I've known Cell for years. And so uh, I think we were all pretty beat up about that. And we were like, what can we do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what, what do you do? And so that was, we were like, well, People love Cell. Like, the whole community loves Cell. He was always nice to everybody, got along with everybody. So, yeah, we did a little charity stream. We raised a little over a thousand bucks. Um, we all pitched in. I think we ended up donating fifteen or sixteen hundred to the to the GoFundMe. Wow. Um, and it just, yeah, kind of a way to, to, you know, it's a small, again, a small community. I think that's part of the uh, reason I think it's so cool is that, pe like, people were down to just help out. There's so many donations. So many people were so kind. Yeah. Um, you know, just a testament to to kind of what we've built and what we've done and how we're there for each other. Uh, and it was it was cool. It was it was enlightening. It was cool. It was humbling. It was just a lot of nice words to do to do that and to be a part of that. Yeah, that's cool. I that warmed my heart big time. It was yeah, one same. of the I, coolest things. And I was just like, like you said, as much as we might disagree about this or that or the judges suck and i5 or whatever else i think mm -hmm. at the heart of it i think you know there is a, a caring for for each other in this community it's you know there's a lot of us but it, it's also pretty it's it's also pretty tight-knit for the most part yeah. so yeah, yeah it's like a, it's like a, a big high school you know like you still kind of know everybody but right yeah it's 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 dope it's tony hawk has a great community I'm, i am stoked that of like what we've done for sure. as a whole which is it's cool and that was a great way to like see that uh and help somebody out you know help a family out in real life and, and somebody that we all hung out with and cared about for over a decade love it <clears throat> so can you tell us about the the group meetups that you posted yourself and more specifically tell us about the land king of the hill uh yeah uh here's a hot take and i don't know freddie if you're gonna like this one or not but uh in my truly honest opinion, nobody has played King of the Hill unless they played it land with King of the Hill players. Holy shit! I can't even play it online anymore. Honestly, it ruined it for me. <laughs> it's 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 crazy. Like like, uh, just the things you can do. Landcoth is that's why you said I was, I was glad that you clarified online game mode in the earlier question because I would truly probably say that land Landcoth is might be more fun. <laughs> it's like a good time. Uh, it's it's a lot more. It's just, oh, it's so good. You can, like, literally bonus over people as a juke, which is, like, crazy to think about online. <laughs> uh, but when you're playing like that, like, it's it, it gets intense, and, like, it becomes more of, like, a, it becomes less of, like, oh, here's, like, a big meta juke, and more of, like, a, a micro-movement thing. It gets really interesting and improv-y, which is also kind of cool to me. Uh, yeah, Landcroft is a shit. I have been thinking, how the hell can I get, like, as many THPSers in a room to, to play, like to, to 0 for 0 and play Landcoff. <laughs> like, <laughs> is, is there a way we could do a con or a meetup? I don't know. 
but I want to do it, and I just want everybody to be like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I get it. I get why this is awesome. Nice. I have never I have never had the uh, p- uh, pleasure of playing that. Have you ever played Landcoth, Freddy? I can't say that I have. I've, I've only played Split Screen, Goth. Yeah, I've played Split Screen, uh, but no, no land either. It's great when you have, like, like four five people yeah jesse makes a good point in chat it does kind of even out the skill differences huh like the, you know me and jesse will one-on-one it and i'll take i'll take it on jesse which is crazy because i online i can't nowhere nowhere near jesse but in Landcoth, you know you get a good run and you and you're like it's just like like i said it becomes less meta big jukes and it becomes more like improv kind of like weird uh like weird routes and stuff really really matter a lot then huh it's fascinating. Yeah, that would be fun if there was a way to do it. There never really has been a major meetup done or, or uh, talked about in this community. I think you've been the closest to, you know, inviting people to come play or whatever else. But yeah, I really seen. I don't know if Andy remembers, but we briefly talked about it once. So I work at like a, like a land center, essentially. Okay. Uh, so tons of computers. And I was like, like if people want it, Chicago's kind of in the middle of the U.S. Like kind of makes sense. Uh I've thought about trying to, it's just, that's a lot of work to, to do, but it would be sweet. Like if, if we all, just as many people as we could get together for like a weekend, you know what I mean? And maybe set up like a quick tournament, you know, quick craft tournament, quick, you know, improv tournament. I don't know, whatever. I would be into helping with it. I just don't know (laughs) how to even start coming up with ideas or. That was kind of – I know they have the only bigger tournaments that I've ever heard about in person besides that one that – that who told us about the one in Europe uh, that we had on guests. Maybe it was Raul Duke or somebody um, talked about that tournament. Um, but anyway, there was uh, – there's a tournament every year held at PAX. Well, before COVID, of course, but um, – mm-hmm. Uh, PAX has a tournament, and some people have shown up and played at that. Tyler and I think Justin Telmo and some other people, maybe even uh, Protocol, has shown up to to that. But um, when they did the anniversary event in San Diego that Tyler and I got to go to, we really were hoping that there was going to be some kind of a tournament play in person, and they didn't do anything with it. They just had some gaming centers set up with one and two, not one plus two, but Tony Hawk one and Tony Hawk two that you could play. And that was really it. And it was kind of a bummer because it felt like it was more of a missed opportunity, you know, for something like that. But yeah, it it, it would be cool. I think it would, especially if we just like kind of took the whole online community and translated that into like, okay, it's still that, but online, you know, or in person instead of online, like that'd be cool. That'd be cool to, to, to see that. Like imagine, you know, doing Ofro or doing a PT with, eight people in a room but right. they are, are looking at your screen like in person <laughs> you know what i mean like holy shit that's nerve-wracking yeah but no it'd, be, but it'd be sick yeah it'd be fun i'd be down for sure i know some people get a little nervous about meeting others in real life and that's for good reason you know there's a lot of stuff but man some of these people and you know some of you all i mean we played together for years and years and years and it's like yeah I mean, I, i'm I, not I, too nervous but no nah, it's, it's a good time i think uh, a lot of that, that those nerves go away uh, when you, I mean, this is all from my experience meeting people. You know what I mean? But, sure. Yeah, you can speak to it probably better but, than anybody. You've met a ton yeah, of people. It, so, it, I actually think Ghost has actually topped me with meeting uh, like a number of people met um, in real life. Yeah, that's Ghost right. Yeah, a, he talked a, a lot ton. about that too. Mm-hmm. They, sorry, sorry, Ghost. You good? <laughs> yeah. Um. 
All right, so what's your take then on the future of the series with all the stuff happening with Vicarious Vision, uh, Visions, and Blizzard, um, uh, VV being acquired? And do you have a hope and a speculation for the future of the games, or what do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely interesting that they got kind of swallowed up by Blizzard, who notoriously has not done the best decision-making for their own games. Uh, so that makes me a little nervous. I would like to see, like, THBS 4 and a Thug 1, a Thug 2 remake done well. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think that for the most part, 1 and 2 has been done well. But what, is it, what does this all mean now? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Here's the thing. I think it doesn't really matter too much. Um, especially with seeing how quickly 1 and 2 started to die out. Uh, for, like, people that played other games, you know what I mean? Right. Um, the community stayed here on Thug Pro, and I think, for the most part, this is kind of where we will live. Um, unless something really good comes out, but I don't know that anybody's holding their breath for something better than this to come out. The consensus seems to be, from most everybody that we've talked to, and and just my own observations as well, and talking to people, is if online play would have been a little stronger in 1 and 2, maybe not a a little too kind. If if online play was much stronger for 1 and 2, I think it would have had more staying power than it did. Yeah, I agree. Uh, And so... yeah, if they dial yeah. that, they got the feeling of the game right, is the general consensus, mm-hmm. including my uh, summary of it. But if 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 that feel stays, and they did do additional stuff, and they nailed online play, I think you could see a, a community established. May, maybe some of our community, but even more. But yeah, I don't know if Thug Pro will die anytime soon, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is like truly the best way to enjoy the game's close to they were and you get all the levels and you have like the text chat option you have all the game you know what i mean it's just, yep. it's just like yep it is as it was they should have really like truly <laughs> they should have taken some notes from thug pro i think when they were doing that sure uh but you know i get it i guess but also come on <laughs> like it's been like like we like the, the online for this game has been locked down for so long yeah well, and that's what the whole thing is. There it. is no, it's <laughs> online play in over story mode, you know. So. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe they'll hear this somehow through the ether and the zeitgeist, and they will. Uh, <laughs> they're like, yeah, these guys are right. We should add text chat and actual lobby support. Cool. All right. Yeah. Speaking of one plus two. Uh, the PS5 and Xbox Series X upgrades release next Friday on March 26th. I just found out, I think, from you guys, actually, that... Or who was I saw somebody on Twitter. Uh, yeah. I didn't know they were even doing that, but cool. Maybe that'll be a good spark. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people PC game nowadays, though. Yeah, the the numbers seem to show, though, and this actually surprised me because I thought the same thing, Shame, but people are largely still playing 1 plus 2 on consoles. Online. Really? Is it, do you know if it's PS4? I'm actually very curious now. I don't know if it's PS4 or Xbox, which one mm-hmm. it is. PC online play for 1 plus 2 is largely non-existent at this point, but from what I understand, console uh, online play is still happening. Is that game not 
cross-platform? It is not. That Which would also was be another, another thing, yeah. Yen says PS4 in chat, so that very well could be. Interesting, yeah. I mean, also introducing that cross-platform is kind of a staple for a big successful game nowadays. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm sure it's a lot more work, but... Call of Duty, Fortnite, you know. Yep, exactly. Yeah, th I think everybody really hoped that it would be cross-platform, at least for, like, creative park sharing, that kind of, you know, at least have some cross-platform capabilities. Mm -hmm. It was not to be, unfortunately. But, you know, so I think there's room for improvement. I, you know, I, I get critical of it, but at the same time, the gameplay is solid, and pretty much that's that's the uh, consensus amongst even the hardcorest of players. The gameplay I mean, well, the is, the, the, the is optimistic... solid. So the optimistic outlook would be if that's the worst remake that we get, then okay. You know what I mean? Like for cool. sure. So hopefully that is the worst remake that we get. And I don't think it's that bad. So yeah, exactly. So as, as old as the Tony Hawk community has become, there will always exist new players breathing life into the game. And as someone who has come such a long way yourself, what advice would you give to new players who are just now getting into improv and style? Um, yeah, you know, I've never really taken anybody under my wing because I don't think that I am very good at that kind of thing. But uh, if you're if you play the game before and you're familiar with the the tricks and the buttons and yada yada, you know, just practice spinning your tricks right. Practice like I don't know. I would just say the same thing I would say to somebody that has been playing for ten years. That would be like, hey Shane, what do you think I should do better? It would just be surprise yourself. Have weird flow. Have do something that you don't expect and then see how you deal with it and, and then learn how you deal with it and like what works and what doesn't uh really like like let it be a creative thing because that's at at its crux like what makes it the most fun to me um and yeah you know don't take it too serious but take it serious enough where you're like not just you know staying stale and, and stagnant and in, in the same way all the time like put, push yourself and watch videos and take inspiration um yeah, just just have fun with it and 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 make it make it weird. That's like what improv is, kind of just make it make it weird and and quirky and yeah. If if you trip up a little bit, don't get hung up on it. Just keep going. One of the things that I think has been cool that I've seen just even in this last week, you know, somebody that's newer submitted uh, submitted a video clip in one of the video channels in, in a Tony Hawk Discord. And, and some of the more experienced players were super kind in their feedback of that gameplay and gave some really helpful, like, critiques. So, man, I would even encourage, you know, keep that up, community. I think that's really cool to not just go, oh, your gameplay is garbage or trash or whatever else, but really give yeah, some I mean, thoughtful, you know, consideration mm -hmm. into their gameplay and say, you need to learn to spin your tricks this way or whatever else, because constructive criticism is only going to help that player get better. 100%. That's also a good point is, like, take feed, like ask people for feedback and then yeah. take it well is also a thing. Like, like, it'd be really easy to get mad at somebody for being like, oh, this clip was good, but you, you know. Right. You did a 50-50, and then you didn't do a trick at all, and you didn't spin this one the right way all in a row, so I don't know if I'd use it. Like, that's not a bad – that's not bad feedback. You should take that and be like, oh, well, yeah, I get why that's bad, and let me work on that. You know what I mean? Make sure you're not doing that as, as For often. Sure. For sure. <clears throat> all right, so give us your top story. From your Tony Hawk career, all uh, your time playing, do you have a top yeah. story? It doesn't – 
<laughs> maybe maybe not the top, but give us a good mm -hmm. story that that uh, that you can think of from your time in playing Tony or uh, IRL okay. stuff, all of it. Yeah, um, there's just so many, and also it's hard to just think of anything. I mean, like, you know, they invited Bob to fun uh, live, like we were in person, like on stream. That was pretty cool to see to see like mm -hmm. a clan invite go out in person. Nice. Um, that was that was really neat to me. Um, meeting ghosts specifically was weirdly fun, just because I had no idea what ghosts looked or sounded like, mm -hmm. and so I was like imagining a creative skater showing up at my door almost. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's great. Uh, so, so that was pretty fun. Um, you know, Jesse moving to Chicago when we like hang out once a week and get to get drunk and watch anime and just party like that's that's cool it's rad that i get to do that now nice uh getting invited to tlt was obviously a, a really big thing for me mm -hmm. uh i had just so many like the whole thing it's just it's been 15 years of playing this game <laughs> you know i remember the, my first skype call ever was with buck and i skipped school because buck was like hey skip skip school man skip school and like just talk to me on skype and i was like what the fuck i was like <laughs> 13 i was like what is what is Skype? Uh, how does this work oh, buck <laughs> and, and yeah i get on and buck's like on video and i wasn't and but it was you know shitty internet and he's from the right. uk and it was pixelated dog shit picture <laughs> and i don't even know what we talked about we played tony hawk and but i couldn't tony hawk and skype so we would skype for a little bit and then i had tony hawk for a little bit and then skype for a little bit because i had dial up so it was either playstation or computer wow and it yeah so it's just like all this weird kind of stuff uh, I don't know. There's so many, so many weird memories and fun memories that I have with this game. I love it. Those are good ones. And here's the final question for me and Doe before we move on to questions from Discord. Shame, do you plan to continue to play the Tony Hawk series for the foreseeable future? Absolutely, I would say. Uh, how, like, again, how seriously? I don't know. I do kind of binge it on and off. Um, I haven't really been totally inactive besides i don't know the latter half of 2020 i wasn't really active but i had some kind of personal stuff going on but yeah i mean i, I i'm not even close to where i want to be as like a player yet and i don't see myself ever ever feeling like that so i guess you know i don't know when i'll stop playing this game that's a uh, kind of a crazy thing to think about but i don't have an end goal with it so yeah, I'll be on. I'll be on. Nice. Good to hear. All right, as Freddie said, we have a we have a group of questions from Discord. Um, some of them are really bizarre questions. Some of them yes, are they comments. are. Um, uh, there are multiple repeats questions uh, that cool. Freddie and I have already asked. So if you do not uh, hear your question shouted out, uh, don't think we forgot about you. We just have already asked the question. So we're going to ask the questions that haven't been done. So here we go. This one is from our friend Prohad, and uh, <laughs> Prohad wants to know why does ghost always leave your house shame with a black eye <laughs> i wish this didn't sound like i'm trying to hide something but i have no idea what prohead's talking about <laughs> but I, but this is not like some like i don't know what you're talking about this is i just this is the first i've heard of that so uh 
So maybe that's just a weird random question. Then, so. <laughs> that one, that one just, yeah, that one just kind of perplexed me. Well, we have we have Ghost in game with you right now. So Ghost in uh, in the chat, have you ever left Shame's house with a black guy that you know of? And why? I do want to know why. <laughs> Remind me. Shout it out in a uh, shout it out in text chat. I'll take that. That'll be a running joke right. now. Okay, so great. Black yeah. eyes. If you if cool. so, don't cool, meet cool. shame uh, in real life. You end up with a black eyes. Physically, yep. give me all your lunch money. <laughs> uh, Tune wants to know why is your cat's head so small? Uh, because uh, I tried to make it look like a. Thug one hoodie, which is really hard to do with the Thug two hoodie, so that's why the head's so small. You're not supposed to use it without a hoodie. This this these scales are meant only for a hoodie. <laughs> if you're using it without a hoodie, sorry, you fucked up. Not me. Oh, I never th- would have thought of that. It was so there was intentional thought into it. Mm-hmm. J- it's literally just for the hoodie. Wow. Dude, helped me with that years ago. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right, these are some weird questions, but here we go. Yeah, I know. Let's keep going here. (laughs) This is from Drez. Drez uh, wants to know your favorite grilled cheese recipe, and do you have any other secret recipes to share? All right. Uh, This was talked about in MFA. This is why this got brought up. Yeah, grilled cheese is great. Uh, (laughs) Everybody loves grilled cheese. Yeah. Me and Aqua were talking about it. The secret is, is instead of butter, you put mayonnaise on each side of the bread. I've heard of this, and I just can't get oh, I just can't. Hey, uh, it's, go ahead. it's just oil. It's good. It's, <laughs> okay. it's nice golden brown. It's even. I I don't know if this is considered like grilled cheese, but I my favorite kind of grilled cheese is you use like Gruyere cheese and like put a little bit of a uh, prosciutto in it, and then you make mm, some, that nice, good. some nice fucking uh, tomato tomato soup, which is also easy to make, and you just do it yourself. It's sweet, and you just yeah have a good time. All right. And then secret recipes now. I'm getting criticized in chat for 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 uh, yucking on the on the mayo it, on the grilled cheese. It, it, I, it, it is actually. It. It's yeah. You should you should definitely do it. Okay. But sometimes I use butter though. I'm not gonna lie to you. Sometimes I I still do butter too. But the mayo is uh, just it's a lot easier. All right. I didn't know. Yeah, it's a cooking <laughs> podcast now. No, I like it. Let's uh, let's have the <laughs> THPS cooking uh, podcast episode. And, um, I'll get to. The live cam, and you can see Dode eat a mayo grilled cheese for the first time. It'll, it'll rock your world, Dode. Okay, I'll try it. I'm not gonna knock it. Do you prefer shower beer or freezer beer? Both. There's a time and a place, right? Uh, after work, give me give me that shower beer. You're about to go day drinking? I want a shower beer. You got your friends coming over to party? You have to freezer beer because that's how you get drunk quicker. Yeah, that's... put them in the freezer. They're gonna pop. You got it. You gotta finish up so you can yeah. get your other freezer beer. Yeah, I can. Uh... I have way too diplomatic of answers for everything, but <laughs> listen, that's just that's just who I am. <laughs> you guys invited me, all right? So this is what no, we get. I love it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I can I can attest to the freezer beer. I still haven't tried a shower beer. Guy is a huge uh, fan of the shower beer as well. I just I don't know. I can't knock until I try it. There's two things. Well, we're not going to do that on live stream. Nobody wants to see Dode Man uh, in the shower. I can tell you that right now. So, (laughs) what's live stream? Dode Man shower beer with the mayo grilled cheese. There it is. (laughs) Is this content, folks? (laughs) For somebody somewhere, yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) I don't know. All right. 
Um, where are we at? Okay. Uh, so uh, Tiny wants to know, how did it feel to unanimously be voted as THPS best dude to get a beer with? Didn't know this was a, a vote that ever happened. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, sure. I don't care. If you play the game, let's let's have a beer. Why not? I'll talk to you. If there's one thing I can talk about to people for hours, it's Tony Hawk. So if you play the game and you want to drink with me, sure. <laughs> like, why not? We can actually talk. Yeah. I mean, that's literally like me and Ghost. Like, like I said, we went to the bar. It was the first thing we did, and we literally were there for like two hours, and we just talked about Tony Hawk. It was like so easy to just like, there's this thing that we look like, and we know all these videos, and like it was like it was like a podcast actually. We were just talking. Like, what do you think about this video? What do you think about this video? What do you think about this player? What do you think about this? It was it was awesome. It was great. Yep. I'll drink beer with any of you guys. Any I'm a huge week. fan. If I ever make it out to Chicago, I'd love to to uh, grab a beer with you. One hundred percent. I did it with Tyler. Same deal. First time. Never yeah. met Tyler. I, I get Tyler. We go out to San Diego. We go get a beer and talk Tony Hawk for for hours. So yeah, yep. it's it's great. Hundred percent. You you come through. I will buy the beers. All right. You make Thanks, it all the man. way to Chicago. It's on me. Cool. There's a comment from Tech Shame. I hope. The chicken soup is good. Uh, I, again, apparently I just talked to people about food a lot more than I thought. But uh, I made chicken noodle soup a couple weeks ago. Maybe Tech was in the lobby. It was good. Thanks. I never made chicken noodle soup from scratch before. Real easy. Real good. <laughs> it's so weird. Such weird comments coming in. I'm like, it's got to be a lot of inside well, I, jokes I, or something that yeah, happened just, over the course I, of time. I get on and then I just say weird shit in text chat and then people talk to me so I think it's all, this is like self-induced almost, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe I should just stop typing. Right. <laughs> he will go puff the beers, Ghost says. <clears throat> we will. Yes, we will. Alright, so uh, speaking of Ghost, perfect segue, Ghost uh, says, uh, are you offended that he s they subbed half the THPS community to your stream so we could spam your face uh, throughout Twitch? Absolutely not. I, like I said, I, I was all Ghost the whole time. Love it. Ghost promoted me. Uh, thank you. Some people are still subbed to me. I actually had to stream the other day. I was like, I felt bad because I got like a the minimum payout from Twitch, and I was like, "How? I haven't streamed in ten months." And like, people were just sub. I think for the email, which the is remote. crazy. <laughs> yeah, That's I'm like, awesome. I feel miserable. I feel so bad that I haven't right. been streaming. Right. You know, and so yeah. Uh, thanks. I need I need to stream more. I'm, I would, if I was confident, I would announce now that I'll stream X days a week. But I'm not confident in myself to do that right now. So yeah, you'll get it. You'll get it one day, y'all. I swear. <laughs> Also from Ghosts, what bands or artists get you most in the mood to improv? Um, a lot. I less like specific artists, I guess, but I, you know, um, kind of depends on how I want to play too, which is weird. I listen to a lot of like when I play, I listen to a lot of uh, like math rock kind of stuff, or I listen to a lot of like kind of nineties hip hop, like one or the other, which are, are very different styles of music, but um. Those are the things that I, like, when I'm trying to really focus that I listen to a lot of. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, continuing from Ghost, uh, what videos make you want to improv uh, and what, which make you want to try transfers? 
Uh, well, like I said, I'm not really big into transfers. I like watching transfer videos, but I never, ever watch a transfer video and think to myself, like, that's what I'm going to go do now. Like, I, that's never been, like, a thing that I've been crazy interested in. Right. Um, you know, like, silence video, DNS, that is a great one. Uh, what else? What else? The Green and Dragon 2, or whatever, Volume 2, whatever that was called, the, the latest video together is a great one. Um... Yeah. Ghost does have a point here. I did... Ghost did make me watch, like, a ton of old uh, TH4 videos. And right. I really had a good time trying to just mess around and come up with, like, TH4-style transfers. Like, no, you know, no butt slap, no this, no that. Right. That was, that was fun. But that also felt like a totally different kind of creative to me. But I don't know why those stuck out to me. But, yeah, I don't know. I just... There's a ton of old improv videos and new improv videos that I... Just I watch them. I don't know, probably more than I should, <laughs> because I'm just like, yeah, I want to, I want to play, but I want to get in the mood to play, and then I'll watch those, and I'm like, yep, hell yeah, let's go. Nice. Here's a question from Aqua: How do you feel about knowing a craft single resting in the palm of your hand it feels identical to putting your hand on a gold window? All right. Well, Aqua <laughs> has like a bunch of weird things that Aqua thinks about things, and this is one of them. So Aqua told me and Jesse that. A cold slice of American cheese feels like when you rest your hand on a cold window pane. And we were both like, what are you smoking? What are you talking about? <laughs> and Jesse came over, and we drank a little bit. And Jesse went to my fridge to get a beer. And I was like, oh, you have American cheese. Like, like a craft, like craft cheese here. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, let's touch it and touch the window. <laughs> and I don't know if we were drunk or if we wanted to believe it. But it kind of definitely did feel like that. And so I think Aqua just wants to ask this question so that he can reaffirm to himself that he's not a fucking lunatic. <laughs> but he definitely is a lunatic. All right. <laughs> it segues into this. And apparently this is, there's a differentiator here. So this is from Cream. Cream says, why do you think a craft single is identical to touching a cold window? And yeah, could you give us your science knowledge on this? There's no science behind it. It just kind of does, and Aqua is weird enough to notice it. You know what? I defer to Aqua. If you really want to know why, ask Aqua, because apparently he's the man with all the answers. <laughs> Aqua says in chat, definitely feels like a cold window. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's, that's what I thought he wanted to hear. I pandered that straight to Aqua. Uh... <laughs> Here's a question from Green. How do you feel about me, or how do you feel about Green using your band? all of his i5 round one music i think it was very nice of green to do that but i am so bad at like it was either like i don't know it was nice it was very nice that green did that but it's, it's just weird to me cool thank you i mean you're number one seed so people are definitely gonna watch your run so cool <laughs> uh uh yeah I, i'm not good at like like you know if you said thank you to me i would just get red in the face and whatever I, i'm just bad at like taking compliments and, and applause so whatever thanks i don't know if you like my band or not but if you do cool uh rad yeah thanks buddy <laughs> all right this one had a little bit of controversy in the when it was uh, asked but I, I think it's a fair question mike asks shame how are you coping with your loss to, to konik 
Listen, I can't sleep at night. <laughs> I dream Tony Hawk. I think about Koenig every day of my mortal enemy. Uh, no, it's whatever. I I didn't play great. Uh, it was weird time for me. I drank too much caffeine. Fucked up. Uh, I, I mean, I, I wasn't ever confident that I was going to beat Koenig, so it happens. It's cool. It's fine. I wish him the best of luck in the tournament. Uh, he's a great player. Love it. I didn't. I didn't lose to somebody that I wouldn't want to lose to. So I'm not. I'm actually not too beat up about it. To be honest with you. Good sport. Good sportsmanship shown there. Here's a question from Jesse. Uh, what's your top five, or what's your dream team of the five man Tony Hawk team of all time? Okay, if we take them all for, ooh, that's tough. Um. That's really hard. Like the five people I think would be the best team. Silent. This is all like in the prime what they did for the community. Silent, ASK, uh, maybe like Andy. Um, oof. I'm trying to think of like Buck. Buck, Buck, like Thug One Buck was some crazy shit. Uh, Who's the last one? Who is my fantasy team? Uh, I know there's so many good players that still play. I, I feel like I feel like this is like I'm just trying to think of like everybody that I've seen that made me go like, oh shit. Um, maybe Green. I mean, Green's been been a big influence since the cast days. So I guess there there's five people that would. Make a sick team, or would have made a sick team at one point, or whatever. That's a great team, top notch. Uh, next question from Jesse. I'm gonna skip because we've already asked it. So, Freddie, go ahead. Here's a final Discord question from Jesse. When are you gonna get a double bass pedal? <laughs> Jesse really wants to play music with me. Uh, I should do that soon. You're right, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I, well, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll talk to you about that and next. I'll talk to you about that on Sunday, bud. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Having some IRL conversations around. <laughs> it. I love it. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, Shane, this has been great. This has been a lot of fun. Um, sure, have enjoyed having you on here. So at this point, this is the this is the point in the podcast where if you want to give any shout outs that you haven't given out already, maybe you want to give a, a shout out for your band if you've uh, got a you know um, sure yeah yeah any um, sort of music page or anything else. If you got any videos coming up, this is the perfect time. This is for you. Floor cool. is yours. Um, say anything you'd like at this point as as a, kind of your cl- concluding remarks. Yeah, I mean, obviously, thank TLT for. For everything they've done for me, everybody on the team has done a lot for me. Uh, I think Ghost, Jesse, Kevin, even um, deserve a special shout out for just being real life, like you know, at this point, real life friends over Tony Hawk friends. Uh, I like to shout you guys out for having me. I'm like super honored and stoked to be doing this. Um, there is a video, very early stage in the works, with me and another person. Nice. Uh, so expect that at some point. Uh, if you, 
if you watch Green's Runs and you like the the music that isn't that great, but if you like it for some reason, you can check out my band Nor Marks on Bandcamp at normarks.bandcamp.com. We are going to record in like a month, so we'll have like an actually decent sounding album out, uh, which should be fun. And I think that's about it for me. If you want to follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash shame, maybe I'll stream again one day. It's a newer channel for me, so it'd be cool to get followers back. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. All right, Shame, thanks again. Uh, we really yeah, appreciate you me, coming on. The honor's been ours. Uh, it has just been a lot of fun chatting with you here tonight. Um, hey, thanks for think? making the time. I know that with your work schedule and everything else, it's kind of you had to do some shifting it's, around. So really appreciate your accommodation of this. It's really cool. Hey, so Absolutely, yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate talking to you all. Thank you. Cool. All right. Well, we're just going to introduce our next guest at this point. Shame, you're welcome to stay on if you want. If you want to hop off the call, you are welcome to as well. Do your thing. Do our thing. <laughs> All right. So we're going to transition here and we're going to talk about our next guest. Where am I? We got all kinds of people in this lobby. <laughs> Vega's in here somehow. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> all right. Cool. Okay. So coming up, we are going to talk about our next guest at this point, And I am so stoked on this next wow, guest. How did you how did you swing this one? <laughs> uh, I'm always stoked on our guests, and I don't mean to diminish anybody, but that when Freddie and I first put together our wish list of people that we wanted to have on the podcast, this person was on the very top of the list. Um, so, and you're going to see why right about now. Coming up, Saturday, March 27th. 1 o'clock Eastern, it's going to be earlier in the day, we are going to have the co-founder of Neversoft, Mick West. Mick is, uh, we're incredibly honored to have him. So a little bit about Mick, if you guys, for those of you who are not familiar with who Mick is, and if you're not, you, sh you should be and you will be. But uh, Mick, uh, he co-founded the video game development company Neversoft Entertainment in July 1994 with Joel Jewett and Chris Ward. Uh, he worked at Never at Neversoft for nine years as the technical director. He was heavily involved in programming the first five games of the Tony Hawk series. His favorite contributions were doing the initial player control for THPS. He was responsible for general technological developments at Neversoft during those first nine years, which was quite a bit of stuff. He also worked on Apocalypse and Spider-Man for Neversoft. Uh, as we have heard from the other uh, Neversoft guests that we've had on the podcast, Mick is largely responsible for creating the famous feel in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Everybody talks about how the game feels and the feel's got to be right. Mick's the guy that figured that out and dialed it. Um, so uh, he uh, he retired as a video game programmer, largely, I would imagine, due to the success of the series. But uh, since then, uh, he has created websites, Contrail Science and Metabunk. He investigates and debunks uh, pseudoscientific claims and conspiracy theories such as chemtrails and UFOs. His first book is called Escaping the Rabbit Hole, How to Debunk Conspiracy Theories Using Facts, Logic, and Respect. He further hosts podcast Tales from the Rabbit Hole, where he interviews conspiracy culture guests. We are super lucky, and we're honored to welcome Mick to the podcast next Saturday, starting at 1 p.m. Eastern. Freddie, you know much about Mick West? Are you excited? 
absolutely. I mean, I, I was so stoked when you were in talks with Mick about this and to finally have him on the podcast is just amazing. And it's going to be awesome to uh, really pick his brain about everything never stopped from the, the beginning to the end. Yeah, I mean, I think Ralph, we had Ralph D'Amato on the podcast, and he was there pretty close to the beginning, but uh, one of the co-founders is huge. Um, of course, we'd love to get Joel Jewett on at some point, too, just because he's such a larger-than-life personality, and he was kind of the face of the company for so many years, but Mick was really the guy that, you know, made it all work, and so, yeah, we're stoked to have him. It was, it was another one of those. I'm a big proponent of it never hurts to ask somebody something, you know? I didn't know Mick at all. I've never met him. I don't know anything about him. I followed him on Twitch for years. Um, but I just was like, hey, let's just ask. And the worst you can do is say no. And he said, he said, ask me in a month. <laughs> and I was like, okay, sure enough. So I gave it a little bit of time. We asked him again, and uh, we worked it out. And he's going to be here next Saturday. So super, super excited to um to have mick on the podcast i think it'll be a big uh, a big episode for us and i think uh i think a lot of people will be excited to hear what he has to say so all right cool well hey good time tonight with shane we really uh, enjoyed it uh, fun talking with shane and had a, had a great time with him um thank you to everybody for hanging out thank you for everybody uh for being a part of what's going on <laughs>